Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. I want to share a story with you about my journey to understanding energy. Years ago, I was in Salem, Massachusetts with two of my kids, and we were doing the touristy thing, running through town, but we found that the psychics and the mediums in the city center were just too aggressive and kind of campy for us. And so we just got some hot drinks and walked back to our car. And there we saw this young person outside of a lovely old building, and they were a medium. We asked some questions and both kids wanted to check it out. I just waited in the front parlor. The oldest came out first and told me about their reading. And the medium sat down as my child talked and after a few moments, the medium asked me, you have a very strong energy. Are you aware of this? My child said, oh, she's aware. And we all laughed. But it is true that I am aware. And it's also true that there's nothing special about me other than the fact that connecting to that energy has become a practice in my life. Recently, an energy worker told me that they had not seen an aura like mine before that extends so far out. And I celebrated myself because this was a choice that I am making. When my focus was limited to understanding the material world, I was living a pretty limited life. The energy was there for me, it was me, but I was pretty cut off from it. When I began to get super curious about an energy-based reality, that was when I started to feel like I was waking up. There are some things that exhaust all of us, that have us leaking energy. One is a constant preoccupation with the body, with the appearance, with the health or the death of our physical bodies. Another is a preoccupation with wealth, When we grow up in scarcity, or at least the mindset of scarcity, we block abundance and wealth. And it's because we're either focusing on not having it, or we're focused on losing it. A third is preoccupation with the past. This is a big one for a lot of people that I work with. It was a big one for me. So repressed or suppressed feelings from the past, ruminating on what others have done to us, the story of what happened to us, and then we tend to project this fear of that story repeating into our current lives. Denial is an energy suck, and it usually shows up when we have unconsciously pushed feelings just really deep down. Denial takes a lot of energy to live in. We think we're saving ourselves from the pain, but denial from stuffed emotions is like 
the program that is zapping a computer of all of its energy. Another thing that saps energy from us is problem solving. And sometimes we do this as a smokescreen to prevent us from addressing really the underlying deeper feelings that we're afraid of. And sometimes it's just because we don't know how to practice the art of surrender. Understanding that your thoughts and feelings emit a vibration will open you to having greater energy. The phrase good vibes only is available to you when you understand this vibrational reality. And the science is allowing us to now study this very real energy. We understand more about what ancient traditions already understood, and that's that we can create our own reality. I just want to acknowledge here that this comes easier to some of us than others. For others, for many people, the reality is far more difficult than those of us who hold privilege. But understanding that energy is available to all of us. If you're feeling a little bit skeptical right now, I would invite you to think about how animals read our emotional state. Plants also respond to our emotional vibrations. Even bacterial growth can register our emotions. This was proved by a Baxter study in 2003. Real pathways to having big, rich, loving energy are available to you. It's a process. Allowing the feeling attached to your stories to leave you helps unclog the works. Think about this. When we ruminate on our past, our thoughts can number in the thousands just related to one feeling. But if you release the feeling, you can get free of that block. Let's say, for example, that you feel guilty that you didn't care for your elderly parent. Your thoughts will deliver you to a bounty of things that you could have done better, story after story, detail after detail, for years. But if you use practices to release the emotion, to let the emotion go, you'll be free of all of that exhaustion that came with beating yourself up. So to get to the feeling, you have to allow it to come up and out. This then makes a space and you must immediately fill that space with how you want to feel. And this is because like attracts like. You're probably so sick of hearing this phrase, but it really means that if you put love in that space, you will find more love in your life. More loving events will be attracted to you vibrating love. More loving people, more loving thoughts, and more loving experiences. It's the basis of the phrase, those who have, get. This phrase is not expounding the unfairness of the world, but the fairness of the world. And it's because the vibration is created from each of us. We all have the ability to fill our space with love. On my journey to tapping fully into my own energy, I did a lot of work on my core. I'm not talking about burpees or sit-ups, but these seven main energy centers in my very core. And these energy centers or chakras are either clogged or unvisited or leaking a lot of energy in so many of us. Think of the path of water trying to wind its way through channels. And the chakra centers all correlate to different organs and glands. And I did so much research and I was fascinated by how they matched up to how I was feeling physically. So I'll just give you a brief overview of the seven big chakra centers. There are like more than 110. I think there's 114. Someone correct me. The first is the root chakra. And this is primal 
It's where our feelings of safety come from. It's so important to start here. Even if you're in a secure place today, the energy from this center often has much more to do with how we were raised. If your needs were not met as a child, you might need some work in this chakra. Some symptoms of an unbalanced root chakra are excessive anxiety, frequent nightmares, colon problems, bladder infections, feet, leg, or lower back pain. The root chakra color is red, and offering yourself safety, connecting or meditating in nature can help move this energy, can help get it flowing. On my chakra journey, I actually did the root chakra meditation for almost a year every single morning because my childhood was very unstable, but this is possible to heal. I'm going to put the meditation that I did in the show notes below for you to experiment with. And working with this energy really helps with fear and insecurity. The second chakra is the sacral, and this is the emotional epicenter. Creativity, pleasure, the element attached to this sacral chakra is water, and the color is orange. True story, this is why I chose orange as the primary color in my business branding, because so much of my work is involved around connecting to emotions, to creativity, to sexuality, and joy. Good sacral health allows us to relate better to others. This chakra also holds a lot of wisdom that helps you hear your innermost voice. Not the chatty voice in your head, but the voice that speaks to all energetic beings. The sacral is all about connection. Next is the solar plexus, and this element is fire, and the color is yellow, perhaps because of the sun which is like a big ball of fire. When this energy is moving, it attracts other positive sources of energy to it. So think abundance, discipline, and conviction. These all grow when you connect to this energy center. If you have digestive problems, control issues, if you tend to manipulate others, or you tend to fail to execute some of your ideas, you might benefit from working to clean this energy in the solar plexus. Ah, and then the heart chakra, anahata in San Sanskrit, love, compassion, empathy. The element here is air. When healthy, love for others and yourself comes easily. The color is green. This evokes growth. You may have seen this symbol for the heart chakra, which is two intersecting triangles. And this is because integration is key in this energy center. Acceptance of all of ourselves is so key in our growth. I used to be at war with myself. It was only when I learned to integrate all parts of myself and I did this through the heart that I was able to feel really truly myself. The heart chakra also connects the upper and the lower body energy centers. If you have strong feelings of jealousy, if you struggle to forgive, if you have lung illness or heart illness, if you suffer from defensiveness, if people call you argumentative, these are all symptoms of an imbalance in your heart energy. And so to open this energy center, spend a lot of time in gratitude. Offer yourself a ton of time for self-care. Breathing into your heart each evening and sending a blessing can open your heart. I say to myself every night before I fall asleep, may I feel ease, may I be well. And then I pick someone, anyone, and I send the same to them. I focus my breathing into my heart space and I send out an emission to them. May you be well, may you feel ease, may you be loved. The next is the throat chakra. This is self-expression through sound. The throat chakra is where vibrations are picked up from others. I mean from others that are very far away, right? We don't we don't hear and absorb prayers and emotion from our ears. We pick them up from this energy center. The roof of the mouth 
The neck, the shoulders, the jaw, and the tongue are all associated with this chakra. If it's unbalanced, it can look like talking too much, talking too little. You might find it hard to listen to other people's opinions, or you might really absorb other people's opinions without spending time feeling into whether they resonate with you. You can start to unclog this energy by singing with primal screams or just by focusing on the color blue throughout your day. The next chakra is the third eye, possibly the most famous of the chakra centers. It's your intuition, your mysterious knowing. It's your mind's eye. This is where imagination, purity, and complete freedom are found. And the color is indigo, and the element associated with the third eye is light. People who have opened their third eye are said to be enlightened. Emotions are not experienced in the usual way because there's this deep understanding of them being temporary. Non-attachment can fully be achieved when the third eye is open. I personally have no experience with this. I'm not even sure that it sounds attractive to me at this point. (laughs) Reiki is a great way to touch the flavor of this energy. It's also said that kale, sweet peppers, and blueberries can promote a balance in this chakra center. I sometimes will do asking or praying with my forehead touching the ground. I just started to do this recently and it's brought on this energy of being connected to others, of being connected to people who have left their physical bodies. And then finally there's the crown chakra and this is another connection to the higher power. When it's open, we no longer feel separate. We feel part of everything and the color is a deep royal purple, also known as a thousand petals. I will sometimes breathe up from my root chakra all the way up to the crown chakra and then I visualize a thousand petals showering down on me. Another way to connect to this sort of limitless energy is by chanting, specifically OM. This is a well-known and often mocked sound that represents this small piece of matter that exists in every energetic being, all of us, everywhere. And it's really a good way to remind ourselves that we're not alone and that we're all connected no matter what our differences are. Just a little recap on energy. You are energy. Your feelings and your thoughts are energetic vibrations. Everything is energy. And reminder that whatever energy you're currently existing in, It will be the call to anything that's coming to you. So stop leaking energy. Acknowledge fear, anger, shame, blame, and guilt, and then let them go. Find the emotion behind all of your stories, and then let that emotion go. I caution a lot of people not to get stuck in the purge phase. It can feel so healing when you discover these processes to purge. It's freeing to address this old stagnant energy and then release it. But the point of this purge is to make space. Don't stay in the weeding phase when the point is to have a rich garden full of scents and blossoms and growth. You're attracting life in its fullness. Play with emotional release. See what feels good to you. See if your energy feels different in your body after one or two weeks of attention to your chakra energies. And when you're feeling an amazing depth of energy through love or sex or success, store that energy. Cycle it back into yourself. 
Reach out to me or to others if you need guidance to do this. I really love this line from the One Republic song, Good Life. And he sings, when you're happy like a fool, let it take you over. When everything is up, you gotta take it in. Big energy people are not unique. They are simply people who practice high vibrations and they live from that space. And I wish this for you. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, you magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.